0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is the beginning of week four. Um, I've been doing this chatting with series. I've been lucky to talk with different people from different backgrounds, friends that I know and love. And today I'm actually talking to someone that I'm e-meeting for the first time, um, the lovely (laughs) Tina Tanzer. And she Hello. is a multi-hyphenate, really cool person. And I hope that you enjoy getting to know her as I'm also getting to know her. And don't forget to thumbs up, meaning you liked, especially if you like this video, comment, subscribe, share, and, you know, shuffle through the playlist. There's a lot of great guests that have shown up so far. And now that that's out of the way, welcome, Tina. Thank you so much, Asta. Thank you for
1: having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm happy that Caitlin put in a good word for me. She's very cool, too. I'm happy. Very
0: cool person. Check out her episode on the playlist if you haven't already, guys. And uh, yeah, so you are just this multi-hyphenate. You've executive produced, you've produced, you've worked, you've uh, created different uh, modes for yourself. And just like Caitlin and I, you have a love for TikTok. I do.
1: I absolutely adore TikTok. I just feel like it's given me a platform to like identify as a creative person yeah. and use it as an outlet to just like be creative and be silly and not yeah. take yourself so seriously and just be yeah. like, okay, we're going through hell right now. Everyone is, but I'm going to make the best of it and these TikToks, I
0: just like kind of get
1: lost in them. So they're fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they're they're just little little nuggets of joy and it's a great way to just you know, you can text somebody one of the ones that you download, and definitely I'll make sure to follow you now that I know that you're on TikTok, but. Yeah, definitely, I'd love to follow you,
1: I love that I can just have a snippet of, you know, dancing, like I grew up dancing, and I like having my little dance moves, or just being witty and sassy, and just cheering someone up too, you know, like or are cheering up a friend who's just like, oh, you're a and you're having fun doing this, so. That makes someone's day. That's amazing. So yeah,
0: yeah. speaking of dancing, um, a couple of weeks ago I had uh, Jill Cabarguezian on the show. She's a, a wonderful filmmaker, and she has uh, moonlit uh, on occasion as an exotic dancer. And we had a great talk about the exotic dance community and the sex worker world and just that whole universe. And I got right. so great feedback and uh, just love from that. And it just happens to me that that's something that you know quite a bit about. Do you want to expand? Upon I, that? I do. I would love to. Um, it's something that I've dabbled in on and off for
1: many years and that for a long period of time, it was something I was ashamed of bringing up to people because I know it's not, it's looked down upon, but I'm at a point in my life, I no longer do it anymore. And I have a lot of experience um, dancing and some of the nicest strip clubs in New York yeah. City. And I've also traveled and um, dealing with people in that industry. It's very interesting and it's a lot of fun. I hate to say that, but it's so looked down upon. It's a great deal of fun to be dancing and performing and um, being another character. It's kind of
0: like acting and being a salesperson. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I, I have always found like a sort of kinship to people in that world because actresses are constantly put in compromising positions. We're constantly put in objectified positions and we're constantly seen as objects of lust and desire or you know right. to look at and I feel like you have a unique perspective as someone who's been able to exploit those assets for financial gain in a very like direct communication and a you're-
1: very, <laughs> very direct communication and I happen to be a very direct person yeah so for so it wasn't that big of a deal to be so direct with people and be like, okay, I'm asking for this and you would like that. So it, to me, it was just like a, a give and take kind of transaction that I don't really look upon, look at as something that's so negative that are, you know, the world, especially the entertainment business doesn't, I'm sure is thinking that it's like the best thing in the world, but I've gotten out, gone out for roles that are like, you know strippers and porn stars my first tv um debut was on hbo the deuce and I played a porn star so um I don't think there's anything wrong with exploit if you feel comfortable in your own skin to go there yeah I think it just depends on the person
0: Yeah. yeah it's it's a constant battle I mean I feel like society and culture is always in an ebb and flow of like stigmatizing uh just sexual energy and like allowing people to be out. And I know that my first feature role, I was nude, and I was so comfortable with the idea of it. And then the, the way that I had like kind of the reaction afterwards from the industry was so bizarre. Like either people only wanted me to do that, or they didn't like think I could do other things because they kind of put me in this box. Right. And that's what I found
1: to happen a little bit that I started getting calls only for like nudity. And then I had to have a conversation with my manager that I adore and I love. I've been with her a long time. And I said, look, like I need to just nip this in the butt for now and not go for any nudity just because I don't want to be taken as I want to be taken seriously as someone who can act with her clothing on too. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, but I didn't want to be pigeonholes into just the nude the nude girl
0: so but at the same time I think that all of that and like just setting that mindset for yourself and like kind of counterbalancing it you have found a way to create really interesting work just from that background like you've done uh, the short film Vicky's Not Here which I am eager to check out do you want to talk about that project it's your baby
1: Yeah, this is my baby, and it's not out for the public to see just yet, but I'm so proud of it because it's based on a true event, true story, a girl going into a ship at the strip club, um, and she meets this couple, and you don't know if she's actually losing her mind, or if this couple is daunting her, and driving her insane, and maybe stalking her, so it's done really well. I wrote it out and then I co-wrote it and then I produced it with this other girl and um, it's won 32 awards. I won an award for it at the Independent Short Awards in Los Angeles, which is awesome. Um, yeah, it's my baby and it's, it's incredible how well it's doing and how much it's leaving an impression to people because it's based for events and it's just something that really happened and I, we just took it and ran with it. So it's very exciting. I can't wait till it's just out online already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm very eager to see it. And I'm also eager, like, when those kinds of projects comes out, like, after, like, a kind of world event where people, like, are really reassessing the different roles that people play in society. And, like, people are really, um, or at least someone like me and my guest, Jill, and yourself, like, I really take to heart, like, the sex worker world, the exotic dancer world, like, what you're going through right now, like, your whole career is based on, like, kind of um, seductive intimacy and, like, different things. And now, like, we have to find different ways to support those people. But I Absolutely. think that, yeah, it's it's an interesting, it's an interesting, life. but, I mean, you created something great out of, out of, like, your experiences. And, you know, it's it probably kind of reassessing. So, good time. It, it
1: is. Yeah. I figured, you know what? This doesn't have to be a negative experience. I can take yeah. this and hone on the fact that it's, it can be an empowering um, thing that people go through. Being yeah. a stripper is not only a negative thing. It's empowering. I also um, taught stripping or well pole dancing out of my apartment in New York City. And it was empowering to teach women how to use their bodies and in that way so i don't think it's all negative i know there's this negative um connotation attached to it but it's really um vicky's not here is my baby though and i can't wait to share it with everyone it's really it's really creepy it's really creepy because it's based on a true story how this couple like really wanted me to be their girlfriend which was very odd yeah (laughs) and um yeah you'll you'll have to see it but they want me to be their girlfriend and they kind of maybe or maybe not drug me. So it's pretty intense.
0: Yeah. I have (laughs) actually been in a, I have been in, I actually did an interview a few few years ago. I randomly brought this up, but I have been in a situation that kind of reminds me of that. Obviously I, I wasn't a stripper or anything, but I was at a bar, a tequila bar, and this woman approached me in the bathroom, and she said that her husband and her were directors, and that they wanted me to join them first. <laughs> I'm so sorry, my
1: dog is barking. Oh, that's really annoying. I'm sorry.
0: He, wow. Okay. Your dog is, like, upset about what I just said. Like, that's pretty messed up, obviously. Way, but it was, like, this really interesting situation where something about me they wanted to bring in. That-
1: no, that's wild that happened to you. So you're saying they approached you and you were just out at a regular bar. And yeah. They were, yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and how did you take it? What did you do with that information? <laughs> um, I blushed really hard and then I just left and I found my friends who I was there with. And I like was honestly really drunk. So I don't, I just, they took me home. I remember walking barefoot down the city. I mean, it was, it was a weird night, but that was like the one thing that I really remember going like, the way they approached me was kind of specific. Um, but yeah, not, no, not, no to, not to shame any like, you know, open um, sexual ideas, but like, you know, in that case they were kind of like, see, it kind of felt predatory. Well,
1: wow. yeah. Yeah. That, sounds so that was Seeking you out and like, you're gonna like, Make you their prey, and just like yeah <laughs> on that. creepy, yeah, that was my experience too. It was like i I'm gonna own you for the night, which you know because it's a transaction because I'm at work, but then yeah. after that it became like very creepy, and i was like, well, at least I can take this and run with this as an idea that people can find interesting yeah. or scary and so now I have a great thriller
0: to yeah. be proud of. <laughs> and you've also worked I saw you uh, worked on a short called uh, Vicki and Johnny, about kind of like a woman just learning to break free of like the negative behaviors that she's kind of put inside of herself. Do you want to talk about that? I know that that was at the Cannes Short Film Corner a few years ago. Yeah, that that
1: was my, that was also my baby. It was my first short film that I ever, you know, um, produced. I executive produced that film. And I was at a point in my life, I wasn't getting much acting auditions or anything. I was freshly out of acting school. And I sat down with my friend and he was like, I'll be, and I'll act with you in a short film. And then he like introduced someone else who's like, all right, let's write something. And I was kind of his muse, I would say, for writing the film. And it was about this woman who, you know, has had these terrible situations in her life and um, comes from like a very negative... Uh, dark past has a yeah. very negative dark past with her family and friends <laughs> and she decides to walk away from that and make better decisions for herself so I didn't think it was going to do that well and I was like oh it's going to France okay yeah. so that was pretty awesome and I had I got the chance to go there and experience <laughs> France, which was pretty pretty freaking cool so um <laughs>
0: I went to Canon in um, 2013, I believe. It's Nice. A, a very, it's a very interesting festival, and I think it's sad, obviously, that it can't happen this year. Um, I know that some people have already been finding ways to, like, I actually was going to go this year, um, but I had, obviously, like, things fall apart, but not just to shop a couple features that I'm developing. Um, but it's it's an interesting festival because from the outside of it, you think that it's this very unapproachable place. When you're right. there, like you are rubbing elbows with so many types of people and so many, like it's just, it's insane. You're just giving away business cards and you never know where it's going to lead. I mean, and I still you have friendships. That. Know.
1: Yeah.
0: It sounds like so many, so met so many
1: amazing people that are very personable and just wanted to chat about my film and, yeah. and you know, Introduced me to pro- producers and actors that are doing really well, so it was an amazing experience to yeah. be there and um, yeah, experience one of the biggest film festivals in the world. <laughs> yeah,
0: so was- yeah. And now they're sort of they're sort of we're doing some stuff online, and they're giving up network opportunities. But yeah, it's kind of like it's just it's just an interesting world that we all have to t- sort of adapt. But it's it's cool to see. You know, noticing all your different projects. I also noticed that you did uh, Bag Boy, Lover Boy, which is kind of like... Oh a- my goodness, that was so <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah. How was that? That was a crazy
1: movie. Like- that was a crazy movie. So this man plays this photographer, and I was just one of the actor models in the beginning yeah. of, of the movie. It's a horror film. Yeah. And he wants me, he's going to murder me, but he wants me to put a bag over my head for the scene for, like, the photo shoot. And I was, like, cool with it. Like, okay. And that's the beginning sequence of the film. So I do the photo shoot with a bag over my head. And I kind of freak him out. Like, I'm the model from hell, I guess, that drives him over, you know, a little crazy. And after I drove him crazy, he goes on, a, like, a killing spree and kills a bunch of models and yeah. takes- his, like, M.O. is, like, you have to put a bag over your head before he murders you. So, um, yeah, that was so much fun. It was, like, a one-day shoot, and I I had a blast shooting that, though. It was a lot of fun, and it did fairly well, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, actually, it was at, there was a festival called um, Fright Night Theater Festival. Um, it's now called the Exploitation Film Festival. It's in Canada, and the lead, the lead from that film won Best Actor and at the festival, and I won Best Actress. So that's how I oh, knew about. Yeah, for awesome. for another movie called Return to Newcom High, Volume One. Um, but I just remember that film being just this crazy, like, just like I mean, and and you know, I, and whoever is watching, I just want to point out that like this, Tina, I'm just meeting you right now. Right? Yeah, I yeah. think it's incredibly. <laughs> incredibly important for any filmmaker that is beginning to create art or wants to co-collaborate with their actresses to consider people like you, because I feel like you are incredibly adaptable. You are, you're willing to, to do what needs to be done for a project. And that makes it so much easier because I've worked on projects where actors, they back out or they get shy at the last minute for things that you wouldn't even expect you'd get shy about. But like, it's not, it's not that I want to say that you're shameless in a, in a negative way, but it's, it's a good thing to, to know who you are physically and, and professionally. So higher. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I definitely
1: am not shy. Maybe it was from, yeah, I've never, obviously to be an exotic dancer, there, you can't be shy, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, as an actor, I don't think you should be shy either. And I don't mm-hmm. think you know, going into the room and introducing yourself and just knowing that that's something that's empowered me doing like nude scenes. It's like, I know who I am and I'm confident in my skin. And yeah. so whatever director throws at me, I can make that adjustment. Yeah. Um, you allow yourself to make that adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. It's so important to be able to be um, fluid. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. And it's, it's something that I feel like a lot of people, no matter what industry, they, once you, like, have a sense of yourself, it's just easier to work and to roll with the punches. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I just think that that's something that people should think about. But, yeah, and um, what was your experience like on The Deuce? That's kind of also crazy examination show.
1: Yeah, it was a very intense. I was extremely nervous. I don't get nervous very easily, but being yeah. on such a high caliber network television show like HBO for my, you know, first ever time being on television was a little scary, but they were so friendly and Maggie Gyllenhaal and a couple of other producers sat me down in the office and they're like, "We want you to feel safe." And they had a sex coordinator, a sex um not maybe Yes, thank you. Right, intimacy coordinator, not a sex coordinator. And they just made me feel at home, and like wanted to make sure that I felt okay. And I, I felt very comfortable. I mean, I wasn't a pro because it was my first time, like being on TV. So like I was like, oh, we're doing. It moved so quickly. It was like we're doing this shot over the shoulder shot, close up (laughs) shot. It was so quick. So I was a little mortified because I was like, oh, I'm used to like film, like like, a little (laughs) panic. Yeah, it's more organic. And now they're like, okay, we're doing this, this, and that. And there's, like, a room that's, like, 80 people, you know, just in the room watching you. So, um, but it was an amazing, incredible experience. Um, And it was fun because I got to play a porn star that was a nun, So, and she was drunk on top of that, which was really (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) And so I was like kind of arguing with Maggie Gyllenhaal, like get off, get the fuck off me kind of attitude. So it was a lot of fun. Like I got to be naughty and I just had a good time. And um, Yeah. yeah, I would do it again. I would, I mean, I would love, I like naughty roles. That's what I gravitate towards. Things that are like, you know, kind of, in your face and uh reverent and you know irreverent excuse me and just like a little out there is kind of my cup of tea yeah
0: (laughs) it's it's deeper to that that's like you want to play women that are outside norm expectations you know absolutely you don't want to play the women who serve to just like move the plot along you want to move the plot along whether it be a bombastic moment or whether it be to like take the journey and like find yourself. and I think that that's more actresses like we all really want roles that do that and I think that what's good is so far what you've done is you've created a repertoire of characters and roles and situations that allow you to be seen quicker in these newly destigmatized industries. So you know like hustlers did so well, but, like, it's every-
1: it amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie because I actually, no, I have nothing to hide anymore. Yes. I danced at scores in New York City, and that right. day, I, I think, I believe that did happen there as well. So it was just yes. like, I saw things that happened. So it was just like very interesting to watch it come to life on film. And, um, Yeah, no, it was incredible to watch it happen on film because I saw it firsthand a little bit, so it was interesting to
0: watch. And to have, like, a female director on board and producers, like, I thought it was just so interesting because in the films we've seen in the past that have dealt with that world, it's usually just, like, a backdrop to men doing business. But this was the center of women doing business, being their own kind of good fella types. And I think that that's something that maybe was intimidating to the Academy because I was expecting J-Lo to get that nomination like that. I was so shocked. I I mean, I feel like she
1: got, they should have given her a lot more credit for that film. They didn't win anything at all. Nothing was nominated, nothing. So maybe I think they were intimidated because it was all like a women cast, women producers, just women taking over on that project. So
0: yeah, I
1: have to agree
0: we we get kind of scared, I guess, in society when women know what they're capable of and what their powers can be, so. But on that note, I wanted to ask you, what would you like to tell the universe today?
1: I would like to tell the universe that corona has got to go. No. <laughs> no, in seriousness, Um, yeah. No, I really, I want the world to open up again so that i'm not making this about me i'm making this about everyone and just i want this to phase out i do really badly i want it to go away
0: (laughs) i hope that that every i just everyone needs to just cooperate a little bit and then we can all come out sooner the longer that we don't the the longer that it'll take but we can all adapt and we can remember to have conversations with each other and check in. And thank you so much for coming on my show. You are delightful. And it was just my first time meeting you. Yeah. It was a pleasure meeting
1: you and chatting with you. I'm so happy again that Caitlin was like "You should chat with my friend and you're lovely and you're wonderful to talk to. So thank you so much. And I love your backdrop. It's so cool. <laughs> I'm so good to download that thing now. Okay. Oh yeah. So I have- yeah all right Um, take care
0: thank you okay ciao corona has got to go